the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Good afternoon on this Tuesday. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at our website, which happens to be DePietro.com. By the way, award-winning website as voted by the people, listeners, uh, excuse me, the viewers, readers of Rhode Island Monthly. It is, in fact, DePetro.com. This portion of the program, folks, is brought to you by Rhode Island's Dunwood Garden Center. What a lovely week we are having. By the way, next week's weather looks fantastic. And I'll tell you, fall <clears throat> certainly is in the air. And they're ready at PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Homegrown mums and kale are just outstanding this year. They have mums from 4-inch, 12-inch pots, 10-inch, 12-inch hangers, 12-inch patio pots, Six to nine inch kale assorted colors, four to six inch uh, ornamental peppers, pumpkins, straw, cornstalks, gourds, sugar pumpkins, fall decorations, so much more. Fall is the best time to plant trees and shrubs, less watering needed. Screen loom, crushed stone, mulch still available. Gift certificates available as well. Folks, it's Rhode Island's number one garden center. They're open seven days a week. The service is fantastic. It's Steve and Debbie and Junior and Byron. Stop in and see them. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Rhode Island's number one garden center is calling your name. Take the ride and visit my friends. The service is great. The quality is spectacular. And you're shopping local. Rhode Island's number one garden center. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Well, folks, good afternoon. I want to welcome in everyone tuning in with our uh, midday report on Facebook Live. If you'd like to watch that, be part of the program, people certainly enjoy it. They interact back and forth, comment with others during the course of the news of the day. We do it the 12 to 1 o'clock hour. Um, The link on the website to the Facebook, uh, we will, you know, Facebook, they're always fine-tuning things. For whatever reason, it's it's broken right now, but it just, the link is broken, but the Facebook, obviously, is uh, alive and well. So, good afternoon to one and all. And, folks, again, when I mentioned the website, make sure you go in the shop. It's T-Shirt Tuesday. This is available. This is the big seller, our Federal Hill Fall Collection, Coinomatic, at Wells Avenue, back when Providence ran New England. This has uh, been a big seller for us. Uh, on the website, petro.com within the shop, Coinomatic, Atwell's Avenue. Folks, it's a throwback to when uh, Raymond ran the hill. Uh, Providence was certainly a safer city, more under control. People talked about they could, you know, leave their doors unlocked on Federal Hill. Obviously, with the reign of errors under Mayor Jorge Eloza, things have uh, changed dramatically in the city. But, uh, the city is alive and well, and it's a throwback to Providence, 70s and 80s, when, again, all of New England answered to Raymond L.S., who was uh, centered in Coinomatic on Atwell's Avenue. As much as I take it for granted, know exactly what it means, and a lot of people do, there's always people that don't. <clears throat> I was asked, it was about, a, I don't know, maybe a month ago, two months ago, someone was asking me, Are, do you own a laundromat on Federal Hill? <laughs> I'm like, do I own a what? Do I own a laundromat on Federal Hill? Well, someone said that you were wearing some kind of a laundromat shirt. Uh, I said coinomatic. 
Coinomatic was it was vending machines, and that is how you know if if, if people had to, they'd say you got to go. Uh, the old man wants to talk to the office, and the office was the alley behind Coinomatic, right there on on Atwell's Avenue, and that's where Raymond Ellis had his meetings. That's where then even um, in the sixties, it was Attorney General Bobby Kennedy. They in the FBI they bugged that alley, all uh, I believe thrown out. <clears throat> but anyhow. But that was, uh, they would have vending machines. No one said no to having vending machines coming from Coinomatic. And that was the name of it. So, no, I am, you know, again, folks, there's so many rumors that float out. No, one, I am not part of a laundromat on on Atwell's Avenue, on Federal Hill. No. The shirt is tribute to Coinomatic. And then you also have, you know, we have One After Dark. We have JD at Night. We have Don't Say Ola at Me. We have... Shirts pay tribute to the Providence Police Department, <clears throat> which I think is one of the finest police departments. We have Rhode Island Backs the Blue. We have the John DePietro Show. I mean, there's a lot of material there, folks, and it keeps getting bigger and bigger. And it's T-Shirt Tuesday. And every time you purchase a shirt, you support the program. So it's all right there at the on the website, DePietro.com. And don't forget, DePietro.com, which is brought to you by the Coesed Inn, Rhode Island tradition since 1977, 226 Coesed Avenue, West Warwick. I'll tell you, they do a great job, fantastic menu, biggest bar in Rhode Island, delicious food, the Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. Folks, I want to um, start off, and again, we go until 2 o'clock. Governor McKee's next press briefing is this Thursday, this Thursday. So he was having them. Tuesdays at 2, Thursdays at 2, he is cut back. I think a combination of reasons. The governor is still visible. I want to be very clear. I'm not out to, you know, get the governor or anything like that. Um, uh, and I don't think any of the rest of the media are out to get him. But a lot of the mistakes from the McKee camp, I just believe, have been self-inflicted wounds, have been a lot of self-inflicted wounds. So, now, folks, what's, what's happening right now? So that will be uh, coming up on uh, Thursday will be the next Governor McKee press briefing. He is doing some different media availabilities. He signed some piece of legislation about <clears throat> people that know, answer the phone at 911, have to know CPR. Um, and then I think he's also doing a press briefing for... Uh, they were doing one for they want, you know, the unions want all that infrastructure money, obviously. They make a fortune off it. Um, God forbid the private sector actually get in on that, right? No, it's got to be the public sector unions. But um, but he will be the th- And he, I believe Governor McKee's also doing a press briefing on this weekend is the Governor's Cup, as I mentioned last hour, actually. Brown University again, taking on URI, whose football team is off to a great start this year. Um, <clears throat> and then he's having a press conference on that. Now, he's having it at the same time, I want to mention, this afternoon, where General Treasurer Seth Magaziner has announced that he is now in the race for governor. Now, he made what I believe was a mistake. Now, there's, there's no... You know, and I don't know, sometimes there's a strategy. Sometimes there is a strategy behind it. Um, now, this is interesting, though. What you would think would just be a, I mean, is this comical or is this comical? This is, I'm going to go right to Twitter. Seth Magazina made his case why he should be the next Rhode Island governor, refused to answer questions, and left in a car with Florida license plates. Left in a, is, is that, 
Like, are you kidding me? Left in a car with Florida license plates? I mean, and does he think he's going to live that down? So what is he doing six months in a day? Or, you know, is that the mother's car? So then the parents actually register their cars in Florida to, so they don't get the, the Rhode Island tax? Like, is this actually happening? Seth Magaziner, and I'll play Channel 12 in a piece. He makes his announcement, won't take any questions, and then drives away in a car with Florida license plates. The McKee people have got to be laughing about this. And this is Seth Magazina with the whole, you know, he's got Tad Devine. He's got the Ramundo apparatus. So Ted Nisi puts his Magazina car drives away. Kathy, Kathy, Greg, and Ted Nisi are standing next to each other. And Pataka would say, are those Florida plates? He's driving away in a car with Florida license plates? Is this guy for real? Like, are you kidding me? I want to hear Channel 12 did put out a piece on it. So he already doesn't even, I mean, that is just absolutely pathetic. All right, so they have the full, um, Channel 12 has his announcement. I'll, I'll listen to this, a little bit of this. You know, he's got, of course, um, hold on. Let me see. I was a member of the school committee in Newport. All right, I want, he's the one I want to hear, but he's got some other people speaking ahead so I want to see um, I'll tap into that but you you've got to be kidding me rides off Florida license plates whose car is that now his mother was there so who was driving did the mother drive him away is that his car why is he riding away in a car with Florida license plates born and raised in Bristol Attended Milton Academy in Massachusetts, went to Brown, of course, MBA from Yale. And then he just decided it was time for him to be a general treasurer. He and his wife, Julia McDonald, live in Providence, couple expecting their first child in November. But are we led to believe that he does not even have Rhode Island plates on his car? Then whose car is it? So this is the type of thing, folks, again. And on top of that, you know, this is an example why Governor McKee needs to continue to be accessible to the press. Because look at this. Now, I do remember this, and I think it was a mistake. Let's see. uh, Kathy Gregg tweets out. Let's see. Seth Magazine left his own campaign announcement without taking questions in a car with Florida plates. Nelly Gorby announced by unannounced video late one Sunday night. This other guy, uh, Dr. Louis Daniel Monez, neglected to tell much, if not most, of all he was announcing. And she says an odd campaign year. But you have Kathy Gregg of the Providence Journal, who is a seasoned journalist. You have Ted Nisi there, seasoned journalist. And he leaves without answering any questions in a car with Florida license plates. So now, it is true that... Cranston Mayor Alan Fung in 2018, very likable guy. And he made his announcement and then he wouldn't take any questions, which, 
you know, in hindsight, it was a mistake. The McKee people, for whatever, excuse me, the Fung people in 2018, they thought that was a winning strategy. Uh, I don't understand what's behind not taking any questions. So they're saying, well, he's going to take them at the next one. But what do you think the questions are at the next announcement? So he wants to go around, maybe get a little more coverage. See, this is this is a consultant move. If you don't take any questions, then they'll go to the next. He's doing campaign stops. If you do take questions there, then they won't go to the campaign stop. So here's the first question. Whose car has the Florida license plates? Why is the person who wants to be the next governor riding away in a vehicle with Florida license plates? Now, this was kind of, I mean, I thought a lot of people got away from that. But there were many people years ago, and maybe some people that still do it, where they register their car in Florida in order to avoid paying Rhode Island taxes. So I'm going to I'm going to guess I don't know this, but I'm going to guess that that was his mother's car because she was there. So we're to led to believe that Ira Magaziner and the wife who are loaded multimillionaires, folks involved with the Clinton White House and so forth. So they are so cheap and skinflints that they register their Rhode Island cars. I believe they live you know, in a beautiful estate right by the water in Bristol, uh, kind of near where Anthony Quinn had lived, rest in peace. So they register their cars in Florida. Now, many, many years ago, and again, folks, good afternoon at 1219. It's it's John DiPietro. And many, many years ago, I knew of this family and they were multimillionaires. I mean, not like 1 million and not 10 million, you know, somewhere 50 to 100 million. And they, all right, let me hear. This is um, Seth Magazine. I just want to hear his uh, announcement a little bit here. For your presence today. Here we go. We're here today to talk about the economic future of Rhode Island and how we are at a critical moment where we need bold and creative action to transition our state to a 21st century economy. I just want to, he's 38 years old. He's never really held a job in his life. This guy is the epitome of entitlement and privilege. And just keep in mind, as he's talking, he's going to leave and drive away in a Florida license plate that I'm willing to bet that the parents registered their cars in Florida. So here we go. Where everyone can have a chance to succeed. By creating good jobs, investing in education, and transitioning to clean energy. Now, let's talk about it. Rhode Island spends, folks, a fortune on education. We can't, it's not as if we're not spending money on education. As a matter of fact, the cost per pupil, that that is not part of the problem of why the scores are so low. The scores are low because of the teachers union and the control they have. And this guy, they absolutely have him by the throat. So he helped pass the $250 million school building bond in 2018 in Pawtucket, 38 years old, second term as treasurer, be the first millennial to serve as governor. Now this guy, I'll play it, he doesn't have any personality. The reason he's running is he feels privilege and entitlement. Because his family has decided 
he should be the governor and then a senator. Um, magazine whose account had $1.5 million on hand. And he's leading the pack. Um, Gor- McKee has 716. Gorbia launched her own campaign as 668. Daniel Moez has 1,000. Alorza, who still expected it, well, now I'm hearing now he may not run. He has over 1 million. Matt Brown has been silent about that. There's some other people that are kicking the tires a little bit. No Republican, this is the Channel 12 story. No Republican for candidate for governor has emerged. Susie Yankee insists her party will field a strong contender. They should be uh, getting a strong candidate for Secretary of State to clean up the voter rolls. Magaziner's tapped as his media consultant, Tad Devine, worked on his two treasurer campaigns, helped elect Sheldon Whitehouse, Link Chafee, um, and this woman, Julia, Julian Mulvey, uh, Mulvey, who worked on the Bernie Sanders campaign, 2016. His pollsters, Mark Melman, direct mail, uh, Karen Patel, worked on Ramundo's good bids for governor. Uh, Andy Ruse, former treasury chief of staff, both magazine Ramundo. We'll be handling digital. Kate Ramstead, Ramundo staffer, is going to be the finance consultant. So he has a lot of the apparatus of Ramundo. Magazine, Seth Magazine, is the son of Ira, prominent Democrat policy strategist, who was one of Bill Clinton's top advisors, Confidence. His mother, Suzanne, is a prominent local philanthropist. Uh, now, I notice in the Channel 12 story, they do not mention that the old man was mixed up with Jeffrey Epstein in some way. I'm not exactly sure how, but some way. But let's go back to this is the guy that then leaves having this event today in a Florida license plate car. First, we're standing in front of the brand new Henry J. Winters Elementary School. Now, he's never attended a public school in his life. Technology, art, uh, science, technology, engineering, art and, uh, and math. Oh. Because this is one of 176 school buildings that have already been allocated. But he is in the pocket the of organized labor. He is the organized labor candidate. He would give the unions whatever they want. School buildings and the teachers in them will set Rhode Island children up for success in the 21st century economy. When they're going to build a school, not only instead of placing it out to bid, they just hand it over to organized labor. And then they run up the bill 25 to 30 million because they can front jobs in the construction process. The second reason that we're in Pawtucket is because this city became a center for economic innovation when Samuel Slater built a mill. Oh, my God. I mean, this is all consultant gobbledygook. And there's only so much of it I can listen to. But to me, it's says it all right there he is so tone deaf he drives away from the announcement in a car with florida license plates who again i'm gonna guess go out on a limb that's his parents car because his mommy drove in drove him to the announcement and this this is how you know pampered this guy is he has never worked a day in his life and talk about he is the definition of privilege and entitlement. Uh, I, he, he, the under him, the uh, Treasury has done well. Don't get me wrong, and he attended Brown and Yale. He's not obviously he's not a stupid guy. 
He's an intelligent guy. He is polished. Um, when he ran for general treasurer in 2014, he had a primary against Frank Caprio. And in the only debate they had, he absolutely tore Caprio apart. He absolutely had him chasing his tail. And that was impressive. That was impressive to watch. And at the time, I thought, well, this guy is way better, much better candidate than Clay Pell. Not saying a lot, but they're kind of cut from the same cloth. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show. Now, I want to appeal to you to visit. uh, Check this place out. It's the CB store, CBD store, 1845 Post Road of Work. What I'm holding up is something that you can purchase there. And these are the Delta 8 gummies. And folks, they are incredible. The CBD store, right off of 95. You can also find them on Facebook. The CBD store, Warwick. And the family run, very knowledgeable, 1845 Post Road in Warwick. But they have something for everyone, including even for pets that could be facing. You know, sometimes your pets can get older. A dog that has different aches and pains as they get older. But for you, yourself, your family, pop in. They have different natural hemp and CBD products fighting stress, anxiety. If you really want a solid night's sleep, then you want to try one of these Delta 8 gummies. And folks, they're all natural, delicious. But for if you're listening right now and you deal with anxiety or maybe have a sleep problem, or pain or seizure, don't fight it alone. Stop in the CBD store, 1845 Post Road in Warwick. It is clean. They are so knowledgeable. They have everything you need. When I visited there, there were a steady stream of customers that come in once a month. Uh, The customer, by the way, they were all well-dressed. They were... They seem to be even affluent women, although anyone can stop in. So the CBD store, pop in for yourself, for your family, for your pet. And especially if you want a great night's sleep, you want, and they'll help you pick it out, the Delta 88 gummies. The Delta 8 gummies at the CBD store in Warwick, 1845 Post Road, right uh, across from TF Green Airport. Folks, at 1228, good afternoon. It's Juan. It's the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This portion of the program is brought to you by the Senadale. Stop it and see them. We were there on Friday night. Shane and his crew, folks, comfort, food, and cocktails. The Senadale Revival, 2025 Smith Street, North Providence, basically diagonally across from North Providence Town Hall. But they do a uh, what a great job. They have great staff, delicious food, delicious drinks. The Centerdale Comfort Food Cocktails. You can find them right on the website, which is topetro.com. You know, the um, even the, the New York Times has a story that uh, this is the New York Times now. And this fits into the Sheldon White House, the Link Chafee. The AOC, in some way, Seth Magaziner, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Hear me out. Last night, she shows up at the Met Gala. It's normally in the spring. Because normally in the spring, Giselle and Tom Brady would attend. But now, because it's in the fall, they pushed it off because of COVID. Uh, Brady, Tom Brady and Giselle were not there. But they have the Met Gala. And that is the ultimate tough ticket in New York. It's the in crowd. 
AOC shows up with a dress that says tax the rich. But I want to just touch on folks. And the reason this has to do with Seth Magazine. Hear me out. House Democrat, New York Times now. House Democrats plan to tax the rich, leave vast fortunes unscathed. No one talks about this, but I'm going to talk about it. House Ways and Means Committee's proposal paid for trillions in social spending, leaves wealth gains and inheritances largely alone. It focuses more on traditional target, income. What do we mean by this? Folks, when you hear Patrick Kennedy back in the day, Senator Sheldon Whitehouse, used to be Chafee, now you have AOC, then you have someone like a Seth Magaziner. They're all about raising taxes on, they say, on the rich, but they don't go after wealth. They go after income. Now, what's the difference? Has Let's take Link Chafee as a perfect example. Has he earned a lot of money? No. How does he have so much money? He inherited money. Their proposals are never for let's go after someone that has a fortune of 50 to 100 million, whatever it is. They, they have no interest. Senator Sheldon Whitehouse comes from wealth, right? Seth Magaziner comes from wealth. He doesn't earn a lot as treasurer. So you have Magaziner, Clay Pell, Link Chafee, Sheldon Whitehouse. They're all about raise money on those income that are making money. Now, I want to give two examples of people that have served in politics in Rhode Island that are the polar opposites of that. And one was Governor Don Kachiri, who made his money, income, made money, big earner on his own, self-made guy, Cookson. And then you had a total self-made guy in former Mayor Cranston, Steve Laffey. So what the House Democrats want to do, raise taxes by more than $2 trillion have this climate change package, raising taxes, true trillion, wealthy individuals, profitable corporations. I'll give even a better example. You have Senator Sheldon Whitehouse, and he says, or let's just say Seth Magaziner or Chafee, and they say, we're going to go after Dave Portnoy of Barstools, who through his work, innovation, hard work, creativity, he has built himself a very good amount of money and earns a lot of money and deserves the money he earns with barstools. Let's take, I'll just throw out a, a, an entertainer. Sean Hannity is a big earner. His radio show makes big money. He gets paid big money at Fox. Howard Stern, big earner for Sirius XM. They're earning money. They're going out and working and earning the money. That's who they want to tax. But you step back and say, well, wait a minute. But what about the Seth Magaziner, the Clay Pell, Sheldon Whitehouse, Link Chafee? Why should they be immune? They didn't earn the money. They just inherited the money. As Buddy Seitz used to call them, the Lucky Sperm Club. 
They didn't earn the money. They just inherited the money. And then they have people that invest the money for them. Again, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. But they never say, I would argue there's two completely different types of individuals and people. If you have a Dave Portnoy, El Presidente of Barstools, why are you taxing him, but you're not taxing Sheldon Whitehouse? I'm just going to throw out a number. Let's say both of them have 50 million. Portnoy of Barstools, he's earned the 50 million. He started with nothing. He started passing out Barstools at T-stops in and around Boston. It, he, is, he has built it. He's built a following. He's found other people. They keep innovating. He's earning the money. But under these types of packages, they don't go after a Senator Sheldon Whitehouse. Two guys. See, what would make this different, and look at AOC, tax the rich. That's misleading. She's not interested in taxing the rich. It's not taxing the rich if, in fact, you just go after people who are earning money. I will take a self-made guy any day. Over the rest of this crew that just inherit. Not that there's anything wrong with it. Former Governor Chafee and his wife, Stephanie Chafee. Listen, they, they inherited huge amounts, incredible wealth from her family. One of the original five families of Rhode Island. At one point, they owned the Providence Journal. You know, all the stock splits and everything else. And then what did she do? He was all about raising taxes. And then once they were retired and he wasn't running for president, she bailed to Wyoming. The reddest state possible. Did they go to blue New York? No. Did they go to blue California? No. Where did they go? Wyoming. Because Wyoming has the, Wyoming will not tax inheritance. There's no inheritance tax in Wyoming. So if you want to pass and give down, you know, an inheritance of $100 million, there's no tax. In Rhode Island, forget about it. The death tax is, is ridiculous. Notice when Chafee was governor, he did nothing about that. House Democrats presented a plan to pay for their expensive social policy, climate change, raising taxes more than $2 trillion on wealthy individuals, profitable corporations. But the proposal, substantial in scope, stopped well short of changes needed to dent the vast fortune of tycoons. They say like Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, or close the most egregious loopholes exploited by high-flying captains of finance. It aimed to go after the merely rich more than the fabulously rich. Facing that, this is New York Times now, delicate politics of a narrowly divided Congress, senior House Democrats opt to be more mindful of moderate concerns of their party and then the progressive ambition. See, you know, AOC, what did she say? What did Obama say about a billion? You You didn't make that. What is AOC? You didn't make that billion. You made it on the backs of people. You didn't make, what did Obama's famous? You didn't make that. You know, you drove on to your factory on a road that was made by public workers. You know, AOC saying you didn't make a billion. You made it on the backs of other people, which is not entirely true. No, they created jobs. They created industries. These people are delusional with their mindset. They focused moderate Dems, traditional ways of raising revenue, raising tax rates on income rather than targeting wealth itself. 
So what does that mean? Let's just say Jeff Bezos, richest man on the planet, Amazon, he retires. They're not taxing him. They're not going after him. Because now he's not making any money. He has the billions he had. Elon Musk, they say, could be the first trillionaire. But once they retire and then then it's all just they're making money from the investments, they wouldn't fall into that. See, that is the way they operate, though. And they, they don't talk about that. And most of the time, the media will leave them alone and not talk about that. But you should know about that. And you'll have, you know, folks, they're so phony and, and transparent. Whether it was Langevin last week, you know, I have really embraced a woman's right to, it has nothing to do with it. He came out in favor, Congressman Jim Langevin, in favor as strongly as possible, in favor of abortion for one reason, because there are heavy rumors circulating that a progressive female candidate is going to challenge him in the primary, period. He has no convictions. He has no beliefs, meaning Langevin. It is driven by the fear of a primary and a Democrat primary. I'll even go so far. He's not even worried about a Republican taking him out. He's worried about a progressive Democrat taking him out in a primary. So he's trying to wrap himself in as sad as that is in the abortion issue. Langevin is. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show at 1239 on this Tuesday is brought to you by R.E. Coogan and Heating. Folks, it's Coogs, it's Coogie. Call them today, 401-732-6562. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Remember what Coog says, let us into your home, don't fix it alone. 732-6562, 401-732-6562. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. As Coog says, explore our services, let us into your home, don't fix it alone. Look for them on Facebook, and then the website is recooganheating.com. R.E. Coogan Heating, helpful, trustworthy, reliable. 24-hour emergency service, 401-732-6562. Folks, good afternoon at 1240. It's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, which is dePietro.com. Don't forget, dePietro.com, which is brought to you by Soul Source Restoration, Mike Seepy and his crew serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 401-712-2700. Water damage, storm damage, fire smoke damage, SOLE, Soul Source Restoration. Call them today. We have a link right on the website to them. In case you're driving along and you're like, I can't remember the phone number, but they serve Rhode Island and Massachusetts. It's Soul Source Restoration. So, um, you know, that is, uh, I like... The campaign season, folks, because there's always something they don't plan on. There's always something that kicks in and they they think they're, you know, so smart and they think they have it all figured out and it's going to be scripted and the whole thing. And I remember actually when Senator Sheldon Whitehouse, I forget what office it was, I think he announced for. I want to say governor. And he did an announcement on his front porch on his house on the east side. And when they finished. Um, 
when they finished, they didn't have a key to get into their front door. So as the media was there, again, it was minor. It obviously didn't hurt him with the Senate, but they they had to walk around to the back and then go through the back door. It was just like one of those minor um, type of, of situations. Let me just read this. What does Seth Magazine need to do to win the Rhode Island governor's race? This is by Dan McGowan. Um, he writes, it's easy to understand why Seth has been considered one of the front runners. Um since he was elected state treasurer eight years ago. Despite holding a sleepy office, he's built a solid political resume, making far more friends than enemies, massing large campaign war chest Rhode Island, sterling educational background, undergrad at Brown, MBA at Yale, family relationship with the Clintons. As a matter of fact, Bill Clinton, I just remembered, came at a campaign forum against Frank Caprio for treasurer. Um, he was the ideal candidate. Then Dan McKee became governor. And things got complicated. McKee's ascent from lieutenant governor to governor, when Gina Raimondo left to join the Biden administration, disrupted Magazine's plans. Rather than having an open seat, McKee will now enjoy all the money, power, respect that comes with incumbency. True. During the first 100 days of McKee's administration, it looked like a magazine was cooked. McKee promised shots and arms, music in Newport. He delivered charming in press conferences, thoughtful when he came to reopening the economy. But McKee had a difficult August, and September's even worse. This is Dan McGowan now, Boston Globe. He waffled on mask mandates in schools. His chief of staff was forced to resign. He's now facing questions about a $5 million contract administration gave to a politically connected consulting firm. At this point, Tim White from Channel 12 is in his nightmares. Dan McKee has come back to the pack, says Joe Fleming. He separated himself early, but last month or so became more negative than positives. On the surface, those issues alone probably aren't enough to cost McKee his job. But they've created an opening for Magaziner. 38 years old, sell himself as a fresh face alternative to McKee, who just turned 70. So Magaziner launched his campaign, joining McKee, Secretary of State Nellie Gorbia. You know, they all mention this Louis Daniel Monez, but... The guy has no money. Um, He's never held elected office. I'm not going to be as gracious as they are. Providence Mayor Jorge Alorza, former Secretary of State Matt Brown, are also considering. And also this former CVS executive is eyeing a run. So Fleming said the polling he's done over the years shows more Rhode Islanders have little understanding what the state general officers do or where they stand on issues. And the treasurer's office has been quite a high profile when Raimondo held it. But Magazina can point to impressive investment returns. Now he's a candidate, weighing on thorny topics. How would he handle the state takeover of Providence schools? That's one question. What's the plan for building more affordable housing? Should the law enforcement officer's Bill of Rights be reformed or repealed? Now, I'm going to answer these questions. Uh, he's going to criticize the Providence school takeover, saying the teachers should have had more of a say. What's the plan for building more affordable housing? He's all for it as long as the unions build all the houses. Should the law enforcement officer bill of rights be reformed or repealed? He'll say uh, reformed. Uh, Fleming noted a lot of the candidates of the race are chasing the same vote, whether it's from labor, progressives, or the business community. And while McKee has never been considered the ideal candidate for liberals, he's made inroads since becoming governor. The good news for Magaziner is that is that he's as comfortable talking with the Chamber of Commerce as he is with the AFL-CIO, 
as he's got progressive credentials as well. In some ways, he's like a less controversial version of Raimondo. I think that's accurate. He starts in a good place, uh, $1.5 million in his campaign. Solid campaign manager, Katie Nee, daughter of union boss George Nee. Team that includes veteran admin Tad Devine, probably be the favorite right now. McKee wasn't the incumbent. If McKee continues to stumble, Magazina stands to benefit more than anyone. But with a year to go, the race remains wide open. It's just so early, says Fleming. And he's right. And he's absolutely right. So now, uh, Ed Fitzpatrick, see if he mentions the Florida license plate thing, which should be mentioned, by the way. Um, let's see. I'm just skimming through, blah, blah, blah. All right, he does not have it. Doesn't mean he can't um, revise it and put that in. But I think it's um, I think it's it's one of those things. Several when when uh, folks, good afternoon at twelve forty six. It's John DePietro. Who did Gina Raimondo, who was an unknown? Who did she run against in twenty ten for general treasurer? She ran against the Republican Kerry King. There were two things about Kerry King and his campaign that caused problems. Number one, the Raimondo people revealed that he had a Florida license plate, a Florida license, Florida license now. That was a stumble. Number two, Kerry King invited a Providence Journal reporter to uh, ride around with him. And Kerry King had left Rhode Island, was now living down in Florida, kind of bouncing back and forth. And suddenly, as he invited the reporter, which he didn't have to do, self-inflicted wound, he was suddenly kind of like, oh, I don't remember. And he was kind of getting lost as he was driving. Like, oh, did oh, there used to be a road here. Like, again, it's, it's minor in nature, but it starts that up of the guy's got a Florida license. And then when he, he agrees to a reporter, hey, ride around with him. The reporter says, okay. He, he's taking wrong turns and like, oh, that's, that's funny. I thought... I thought, oh, okay, so that's new. I mean, it, it absolutely didn't have to happen. So the magazine thing, now now the media is interested. Who's, whose plate was that? Now he gets the parents involved. See, this is how this stuff happens, folks. Someone should have, they needed to choreograph. All right, you're going to arrive at this time in this vehicle. Obviously, they need to do that because he's tone deaf, Seth Magaziner, and didn't even think, gee, maybe I shouldn't be riding away from my campaign announcement in a car with a Florida license plate. And folks, we all know what that's about. It's people that live in Rhode Island that also have a place in Florida, but they register their cars in Rhode Island to avoid having to pay the tax. And then they get them up here. That's what it is. There's no other explanation for it. This portion of the John DePietro show, folks, I want to appeal if you're listening right now right now and you were in a motorcycle accident you were your family member or friend or an auto accident slip and fall workplace injury you are entitled to be compensated for your injuries i repeat you are entitled to be compensated for your injuries you want to contact jack calvino you need a fighter in a perfect world let's just say you were involved with an auto accident in a perfect world, the other party 
would step forward and compensate you accordingly. Folks, unfortunately, I'm here to tell you it doesn't work that way. You need the fighter. You need fight back. Call Jack. 401-785-9400. Now, listen, it's Tuesday afternoon. It's 1249. I implore you on this Tuesday, September 14th. If you were in an auto accident or involved with some kind of slip and fall, workplace injury, you are entitled to be compensated for your injuries. Take advantage of this free consultation. Write down this number, 401-785-9400. Fight back, call Jack. Fight back, call Jack.com. Fight back, call Jack.com. Jack Calvino, 50 years personal experience, 100 years total combined with he and his staff. I received an email from one of our listeners, Karen, and it was terrible. Her husband was injured at work and it was terrible. What they were offering him was basically, I listen, they were trying to lowball him. She said, Juan, what should we do? I said, you need to fight back. Call Jack. Met with him. Free consultation. He went to work for them. 401 785-9400. That's who I would call. Fight back, call Jack. 401-785-9400 or online at fightbackcalljack.com. Folks, right now at 1250, good afternoon. It's Juan, it's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Remember, visit our website. We have the um, information up about the fact that there was a body found in uh, in Providence and then other unique original stories. Folks, check out petro.com which is where it's by End Zone Sports Pub, 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. Stop in and see them. End Zone Sports Pub, 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. I was there Sunday. Dana's got a great place. Folks, plenty of parking. It is uh, family-friendly. It's clean. End Zone Sports Pub. They also do karaoke on Friday and Saturday nights. And they have the NFL ticket on Sundays. Now, this weekend, I will be in New York for Patriots-Jets. But the next Patriots game, I'm going to watch it at End Zone Sports Pub. Pop it and see them. Uh, they've done a great job with the place. So I was very impressed. 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. So, folks, again, the big news of the day. And let me just uh, check in is, in fact, General Treasurer Seth Magaziner. Now, obviously, I'm on the air, so I won't be able to um, to do it. But I am anxious to um, hear how the media treats um, General Treasurer Seth Magaziner at his next campaign stop. So at his next campaign stop. So he announced he's running for governor. Now, I'll also... Um, say this, folks, and that is that Governor McKee, I think he's still new and needs to get, um, you know, well-known a little more. I think it was a little premature for him to go in the bunker and cutting down on press uh, viabilities. You know, I also, this is Ian Donis tweets out, worth noting, since Nellie Gorbia announced her governor campaign via video news, she didn't take questions from reporters. That's true. Um, what else did I want to? Ted Nisi, ILO Group, majority owner, Julia Raphael Bayer, among those co-hosting a September 22nd fundraiser for Hillary Levy Friedman. Boy, this is like the beautiful people. 
this is a state Senate seat on Providence. Uh, the people involved with it are M. Charles Baxter, the journal. Um, I don't know those people. Me- Meredith, yeah, Meg Curran, former U.S. attorney. Uh, let's see. Emily Oster. Jeff and uh, Jill and Jeff Padua. They're political operatives. Um, let's see who else. I don't know if I know some of those other names. At the University Club. Isn't that special? So, uh... He has nationwide support. The, the Florida license plate, that already kind of frames it. It already, to me, kind of frames it that uh, Kathy Gregg writes, not for nothing, I spent the press conference standing in a wooden barrier in front of a car with blue Connecticut plates. <laughs> so I would say not exactly a home run right out of the box. Now, folks, there is a story that is starting to break right now. I'm going to get into next hour. But this, you know, this General Mark Milley, who I am not a fan of, there's a new book coming out saying he held secret Pentagon meetings, told staff not to take orders from President Trump regarding nuclear weapons. They are now, you know, this has to do with what's going on in California, where they have the recall election on Newsom. And... This is Governor Mark Milley protected nuclear weapons from being launched. by There, there is no evidence of that. Um, but they, they are doing this. Do you see what's happening where I played last hour where um, it was President Biden was saying we don't need another Trump. So we shouldn't get rid of Gavin Newsom. And now... You have the big story that is breaking today is this General Mark Milley told, as you can imagine, a new book out that he was hiding the codes, the nuclear codes from President Trump. Uh, The name of the book is Peril. Bob Woodward, Robert Costa, book bombshell. General feared Trump would use nukes in the last days. China believed an attack was imminent. Now, obviously, none of that happened. But this is, when all else fails, they're going to the bunker to now go after President Trump. I I can't stand that General Mark Milley. He was more concerned about pronouns in the military than he was about Afghanistan. Worried Trump would go rogue. Secret action to protect nuclear weapons. Two days after January 6th. Mark Milley single-handedly took top-secret action to limit the president from potentially ordering a dangerous military strike or launching nuclear weapons. According to Peril, new book by legendary journalist Bob Woodward and Washington Post reporter Robert Costa. They write that Milley, deeply shaken by the assault, was certain that the president had gone into serious mental decline in the aftermath of the election. Um, Trump now all but manic, screaming at officials, constructing his own alternate reality about endless election conspiracies, afraid he would go rogue. Now, again, none of this happened. None of this happened as far as with the president. In response, Milley took extraordinary action, called a secret meeting, reviewed the process, uh, instructed them not to take orders from anyone unless he was involved. Got it, said Milley. Yes, sir. 
Milley considered it an oath. Perils based on 200 interviews. I'll go through some more. Again, it's all anti-Trump. I can't stand this guy, uh, Mark Milley. And, um, but I will go through some of the parts of the book next hour, next hour. But, folks, this is to try to, once again, thrust President Trump in the news and try to hold uh, Gavin Newsom, his hold, in California as governor. Because otherwise, for Biden to be out there saying, listen, we can't go back to electing someone like a President Trump. Now, you would think, why are they even bringing him up? But the reason they're bringing him up is because they are thrusting him back into the spotlight because of this book. Now, folks, at 12.58, this portion of the John DePietro Show, and again, we are going next hour, radio only, AM 1380, 99.9 FM, is brought to you by Ryan's Appliance Repair. Call Ryan's Appliance Repair today at 401-710-7096. When your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. Repairs on all makes and models of appliances, whether it is a washer or dryer or dishwasher stove. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. On Facebook, call today when your appliance is dying. Just call Ryan, 401 401- 710-7096. All work is guaranteed for 90 days, parts and labor. Senior citizens discounts are available and Saturday appointments are available. Ryan's Appliance Repair. When your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. 401-710-7096. Well, folks, it's 1259. It's John DePietro. Now, we're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. And then another full hour to go, radio only, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. We're going to talk about Seth Magazine, a general treasurer announced for governor. And also now controversy with this new book about President Trump. I think it's all being done to try to preserve um, Governor Newsom right now. So we're going to break for the one o'clock news. The power hour is next on the John DePietro Show.